For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. It is not your right to be able to walk into a stadium without a vaccine and endanger other people. That is not your right, okay? That is not what civil liberties include. Today we hear from AL.com sports columnist Joseph Goodman. Joe recently appeared on the Paul Feinbaum show on the ESPN to discuss his recent column called Time for Vaccine Requirements, Tests for Football Games, wherein he called upon SEC schools to protect the health of everyone by requiring proof of vaccination to enter stadiums during the 2021 season. Joe is serious about spreading this message. He loves covering college football. He wants to see packed stadiums, but as he puts it, there are more important things. Yes, even more important than college football in Alabama. As of now, SEC stadiums are planning to go full capacity in 2021. But in Alabama, COVID numbers are getting worse. The state is running out of ICU beds. And there's a vaccine passport law that prohibits requiring proof of vaccinations at things like football games. Joe also has a new book coming out this November. It's called We Want Bama, A Season of Hope and the Making of Nick Saban's Ultimate Team. It's a lively, sometimes shocking chronicle of Nick Saban's reign at Alabama and how he created the most vaunted program in college football. So a nice look back at the 2020 season that I'm sure at least some of you enjoyed. I spoke to Joe about why he wants to see proof of vaccination and negative COVID tests required at college football games this fall, why football has to take a back seat to slowing the spread, and why SEC schools must play a huge role in making it happen. Joe, you recently appeared on the Paul Feinbaum show, and like your columns often do, the segment certainly got a reaction. And I I just want to start with one of the last things that you said in the interview. You said, quote, I want to cover games with a full stadium. I want to go have fun with friends at a tailgate. I miss all that, but sometimes there are more important things, end quote. And your tone was very clear, very serious. You really believe in this, but the rest of Alabama does not see it that way, at least the majority of it, it appears. Why do you think that is, despite your and others' pleas? Well, everything right now that is quote-unquote controversial all boils down to the politics of the day and, and the way people perceive information and news through the prism of whatever you know, political belief or party, I guess, that that they want to view the world as. You know, vaccines should not be controversial. They should not be political. They, they should be uh, things that are celebrated to help people, you know, ward off this disease, just like any other vaccine does. So, you know, the fact that there was such a strong reaction, you know, I think it's just a, it was just a reaction to you know, what everybody has been going through for the past year, more than a year, you know. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that, that we're, that's, that, that's where we are, but, you know, someone needs to be the voice of reason, I feel like. I mean, all these hospitals are full right now, and no one wants to get the vaccine who hasn't already gotten the vaccine. And in Alabama, that's a large segment of the population. And they're going to be filling up these football stadiums, you know, at college where they have hundreds of thousands of fans across the South. 
and then I mean high school too. It's everywhere, so it, it only makes sense that they have vaccine passports for huge football game events. I mean, they're doing this in other areas of the society, concert venues, museums, you know, all these types of things around the country. So it's not like it's some kind of violation of civil rights, <laughs> the way that politics are trying to play it as. I want to mention the lead of your recent column about this. You write, there is nothing left to say. Now we need to protect the public from itself, basically. And you continue, no one in the Deep South is going to listen who doesn't want to hear it. That's the unfortunate fact of it all. Are you resigned to the idea or fact that Alabamians will not come around on this anytime soon? I'm not going to... Anytime soon, maybe. I mean, but I'm not going to completely lose hope on the people of Alabama and the people in the South to come around and, and do what needs to be done. And I can't, I can't believe we have to make even such a big deal about this and make, you know, make it sound like it's some terrible thing. It's just a vaccine for a new disease. But, you know, that's the way everything has been construed. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to completely throw up my hands on everything and just say there's no hope because I'm, if it gets bad enough, <laughs> the politicians are going to have to just tell people that, okay, it's time to get the vaccine because all the hospitals are filled. ICUs can't be filled, you know, to the brim, to the point of people who need emergency care can't receive that care. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to. You know, if someone has a heart attack and there's no bed, what is that person going to do? If, if there's if there's no place for a person who needs some kind of medical care that's filled up with COVID patients, then it becomes a real problem. I mean, this is all obvious things that, that people understand, I feel like, that, that I'm just kind of, you know, shouting into the wind over. Well, speaking of shouting into the wind... You mentioned on the show that you've gotten positive feedback from people in the medical community who are happy to see this perspective out there. But as is the case with, I'm sure, a lot of your sports columns, which I think is probably simply a rule for what you do, I would assume there's been a lot of feedback that has been less positive, reinforcing a lot of those attitudes about the pandemic that are, are not working or helping to eradicate it, right? Like, could you describe to me some of what you've heard from readers who might disagree with what you've said? It mostly boils down to uh, a couple categories, and you know they include it's a personal choice, and then it gets more like conspiratorial about you know how it's not approved by the FDA and you know it, it harms people, and then you know I, I guess just the other things that people say just spin off of those two things. I mean, yeah, but it's. A lot of emails, of course, a lot of feedback, a lot of negative feedback from people who, I guess, just think that they're going to walk into stadiums during a pandemic and and not be vaccinated and not worry about society at a, as a whole. You know, it's not about you. It's about everybody else that is going to come in contact if you're infected and pass along to someone who's vulnerable. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but those are the things that are, I guess, obvious for a contagious disease. We've been saying this stuff since the beginning, you know, but 
all all the politics and misinformation has confused everything. Well, and Joe, to get full stadiums back, to get tailgating back, to get rid of masks, to get rid of all these restrictions, COVID has to go away, at least to a reasonable degree. And to do that, people need to get vaccinated. People need to wear masks in the meantime. There need to be these mitigation efforts to stop the spread. And you think that SEC schools have a responsibility to play a huge role in that. Yeah, they're, these are our beacons of higher education, okay? I mean, they kind of hold society together in, in a lot of ways for us. And, you know, we rally around football teams, obviously. But, you know, even beyond that, they're centers for science and they're centers for medical uh, research and and things like that. So, you know, from a, a couple different aspects, yeah, it's their responsibility to do the right thing, you know, for for the state. But the obvious one is you're having these huge huge events, and they don't need to be super spreader events because you know people haven't gotten the vaccine. I mean, yeah. It sounded like when you were talking to Paul Feinbaum that he wasn't sure about how this could be executed, right? Like that the logistical challenges might be too great for college football stadiums. And you countered that with this idea that if you can track when students leave a game early to go to a bar, then they can just figure it out. They have the manpower, they have the resources and money and wherewithal to do that. But do you have concerns about how the schools could execute the protocols, how they could enforce mitigation restrictions if people don't follow them? No, I don't have concerns about that. And the reason is because the technology is out there to do this, okay? The resources are out there to do this. And I don't really know why Paul decided to take the conversation in that direction other than just playing devil's advocate for people who, you know, were against the column for whatever reason. But yeah, you know, the technology is not new technology for, for, for vaccine passports and it would, it could be implemented digitally. If you want to go to a game, you need to bring proof. It's not going to happen though. It doesn't seem like unless it just gets really bad. I mean, and I'm just praying it doesn't get terribly bad. So. I mean, it's already terribly bad, though. I don't know. I'm fear. I am fearful about the hospitals just overflowing into makeshift field hospitals once football starts. Yeah, and we're seeing concerts and festivals announce requirements for proof of negative COVID tests or proof of vaccination. So if you can provide proof of vaccination, you're automatically in. But if you can't, then you must produce a negative test result from the last three days. Like, does this seem feasible, especially at a place like Bryant-Denny Stadium, for instance, where more than 100,000 people would have to do that? Is that essentially the same thing as each person providing a ticket to get in? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you have a, if you're going to go to the game, you, you would, if they would do this, you would have to have a vaccine passport. Well, you know, we make it sound like it's this terrible, complicated thing. All over the country, okay, people are just going about their lives right now. 
like in the West, in the North, where counties have 85, 90% vaccination rate. Like, it is not a crisis there. This pandemic is under control. The hospitals are not filled. They're not in crisis mode. It is only here because people have refused to get the vaccine where this is a problem. To me, it's just a cut and dry thing. And you know this, to help mitigate the pandemic, that's just what needs to happen. Look, you know people aren't going to like this, right? They already don't. Like, we keep hearing people in Alabama don't like being told what to do. Like, never mind all the holes that you can poke through that, like seatbelts, smoking in restaurants, etc. This is new, and these things, according to folks who disagree with it, they infringe on people's liberties, right? Including going to a football game. No questions asked. What is your message to the Alabamian who doesn't want to be told what to do. It is not your right to be able to walk into a stadium without a vaccine and endanger other people. That is not your right, okay? That is not what civil liberties include, okay? And I don't care what silly state law that Alabama politicians decide to pass, you know, like I said, so they can shill for votes in the upcoming election. The responsible thing to do is get a vaccine, and it is a privilege, okay, let's, let's all remember, that's a privilege to go to a football game, all right? It's not a right. So, in my opinion, if push comes to shove, the schools should implement these vaccine passports. Joe Goodman, thank you so much. Okay, well... If you or anyone else you know is affected by COVID and want to share your story, please email me at bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the pandemic, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate it and write a review. Thanks for listening.